Are you an HR department of one trying to figure out how to balance task and strategy while keeping up with changes in regulatory compliance? Do you need a fresh outlook on old topics? Then stop what you're doing, grab your coffee, and get ready to recharge. If you have people, you have problems to solve and things to do. Your host is Brenda Neckvottle, a 20-year human resource professional, ready to explore the HR industry with veterans of business and life with fresh eyes and new ideas. Learn about the rapidly evolving changes in employment law around the country, as well as new tactics to deploy and build engagement in your workforce. If you're looking to implement new practices to make your job easier in HR, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Best Practices in Human Resources podcast. I'm Brenda, the HR lady, and I'd like to thank you for joining me as we wrap up 2020 and listening to the show. Um, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for yet again returning one other time for another episode. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed on this one for sure. And if you're a first time listener, thank you so much for joining me. Um, you think you're going to get a lot out of the show because I'm here to help you share with you the what and how in human resources because I'm in the human business and that means that there's a greater number of dynamics in the workplace to balance and manage. And oh boy, if that statement isn't the truth for 2020, I don't know what is. Holy Moses. Okay, uh, today, high energy. Um, I am doing a three-day fast <laughs> with Will Branham who was a guest a little while ago and using his uh, Naked Warrior Recovery Greens. So uh, buckle up. I've got a lot of energy <laughs> in there today. I apologize in advance. Um, all right. So today we're going to talk about poster updates. We're going to take a look at employment law changes across the nation. And the main topic we're going to be talking about is know what to do and why when it comes to HR. And then also I'm going to share with you how you can get into the conversation later in the, in the episode. Plus I got another really big announcement coming up here as soon as I get through this next section. <clears throat> So folks, the information that is available for this podcast is for informational purposes only and not for the purpose of providing any form of legal advice. You should contact your employment attorney to obtain legal advice with respects to any particular issue that you may be having. And if you do not have an employment attorney, go ahead and reach out to me and I may be able to go ahead and refer one to you through, uh, through our friends over at Jackson Lewis. All right, so hot off of the press. Here it is. Before we do anything else that I just said we we're going to do. Uh, literally just got off the phone. I've been contracted to deliver a webinar on maintaining the long anticipated COVID vaccine and how it relates to employers and whether they can mandate it or not. This is a big hot topic. Okay. Registration is opening this week and the session is going to be held on December 15th at 1 PM Eastern standard time. Now it's a 90 minute session with room for the Q and a. And if you would like more information, visit my website, click connect at the top, and I'm going to send you an invite to register. I'm going to send you a heads up and an email on that, okay? That literally, this just happened. <clears throat> I'm really stoked about it uh, because this is a big conversation piece with a lot of people, and I'm just happy that, you know, with the media that is saying that, you know, we anticipate to have 40 million vaccine doses available uh, by the end of this year. My question is, is they said by the end of the year, my question was, well, which year is that? Um, I don't think that they're going to have 40 million doses available uh, come December 31st because they still have to go through FDA approval, which is where they are right now. So we're getting closer to this thing, which means that the conversations are increasing 
and we're going to get the information out to you as fast as possible. This is an, a really good company that they contracted me to speak on a regular basis. It's called trainhr.com, and uh, I will get you the invite, but please click on connect at the top of my webpage, which is brendathehrlady.com, and I'll send you an invite to go ahead and register. Okay, enough of that. So we're going to tackle poster updates. Oh boy, everybody's favorite, right? I know you guys, there's a bunch of people that actually enjoy the poster updates. So as of October, these three states have poster updates. That's Maryland, Rhode Island, and New York. Now, we've got the first whiff of changes that are coming for January 2021. And through all of the episodes between now until about the end of January, maybe, maybe middle of February, We'll see how it goes. Um, we're going to be providing you poster updates um, because it's important to get this information up now that we've got, you know, the strangeness of, uh, you know, a hybrid workforce working from home and working in buildings. How do you get this information out? We'll definitely keep you guys posted and keep you guys updated on it. So changes for coming for January 2021. Posters that are already available for January 21. Minnesota, Washington, Vermont, Maine, South Dakota, Montana, Ohio, Arizona, and Florida. You guys have posters that are available for order right now that go into effect January 1st, 2021. That's Minnesota, Wisconsin, Vermont, Maine, South Dakota, Montana, Ohio, Arizona, and Florida. Now, you can get posters without the attachment of a lot of really scary marketing information and our friends over at labor law center will be happy to send them to you if you visit the website at www.laborlawcc.com you can use posters 20 as a code and get 25 percent off through december 31st and of course i'll have hopefully a new code for you going into 2021 but if you're in one of those states, get your posters, get them up front. You can get 20% off. This, you know what? This podcast, I just realized, is loaded not only with really good resources of information, but there's a lot of discounting going on in this episode. So hang on, you're going to get more. So first one, Labor Law Compliance Center, uh, laborlawcc.com. Use posters 2020, get 25% off on your posters through December 31st. Okay, cool. Uh, because it was, believe it or not, because it was Thanksgiving last week and the majority of people are, you know, we're kicking back and relaxing as they should. There really, really only is one thing to put out there uh, as far as any major headline that took place in employment law that came really came across my way. And that is the CDC has clarified critical infrastructure worker guidelines and the opportunities to continue working potentially has narrowed after COVID-19 exposure. So please make sure that you are paying attention to what is going on with the CDC and uh, their critical, critical infrastructure uh, work guidance. There are approximately 2,500 members of the U.S. Special Operations Community who transition out of active duty military service every single year. The Honor Foundation has dedicated its mission to serving these elite individuals on their journey to prepare for life once they take off the uniform. In the past few years, we've begun our own journey to reach this number, launching three physical campuses in San Diego, California, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and near Wilmington, North Carolina, along with a virtual campus to reach members of the community 
anywhere on the planet. I spent 26 years in the special operations community as a SEAL. I graduated from THS program, I served on the board of directors, and now I'm proud to lead this organization into the future to continue assisting these transitioning service members and their families. Our dedicated team, our world-class program, and our incredible tribes of supporters are standing by to help THF alumni and future fellows, and are committed to providing the best possible support system and resources to better serve this community. Our vision for the Honor Foundation is clear, to impact every transitioning service member from the U.S. Special Operations Enterprise through our programs and support, and to be a catalyst for overhauling the entire DOD transition program. It's a big task, but the community deserves it, and we're driving full steam ahead to make this a reality. If you've been inspired with what the Honor Foundation's done in the last five years, I welcome you all to join us as we craft the next chapter in defining what it means to serve others with honor for life. HR is knowing what to do, when to do it, and why we have to do it. And the other half is gaining the buy-in so you can actually get it done. Now, CEOs and leaders and managers and supervisors and some employees are actually less likely to act on your recommendations if you're unable to help them understand the why behind the action. So to get to the why, you have to learn how to do three things. You need to get really good at researching the law and regulations. You need to learn how to communicate the law and regulations and continually support the company's standard around policy, law, and these regulations. Now, this is something that I cover in my free HR leadership course uh, that's on the website that you can jump in and take. It's a short course, but it kind of goes into this just a little bit deeper. Now, I will tell you from firsthand experience and uh, I refer to it as, do uh, you know, there's Dr. Google. Well, there's also, quote unquote, Google HR, right? Is And Google HR, quote unquote, is one of the riskiest approaches to just researching answers to your HR question. Um, and the reason why I say that is because if you just, you know, put in sexual harassment, what you're going to get is a lot of SEO'd resources. A lot of them are going to be company vendors. And I can tell you from, once again, personal experience that the people that actually write those documents are not HR professionals. They are analysts. And I'm working on a couple of projects where I'm exposed to that. So I'm, I'm getting a really good insight as to how that information comes out. And they don't always necessarily frame it appropriately. And I've actually a couple of vendors have caught mistakes that are, have been made. Um, I don't have a relationship with them, so I really wasn't able to point it out. But uh, there, but there are some missteps on there. So, um, so that means kind of I've seen some kind of unnerving things out there. And one of the other things that really kind of plucks my HR nerve is when people ask questions in what I can what I regard as an unmoderated HR group. So like Facebook group has them, LinkedIn has groups, there's HR chat rooms, et cetera, things like that, right? And I've seen some really unnerving answers because in an unmoderated group, meaning that there isn't anybody there who's looking at the conversation that has, you know, deep HR knowledge on a regular basis or is interjecting and in helping people understand that something is maybe not necessarily right, people are getting wrong information, okay? And that people are you guys, 
right? Suzanne, and of course others too, but you know, you're listening and that's my audience that I love, right? So Suzanne Lucas and I, she's my partner over at The Real HR Show on YouTube. We each have a group that we moderate to encourage accurate HR information that is being shared as well as helping people find answers to their questions. So many HR champions who don't have a great deal of experience relying on the short answer, they're, they're actually relying on the short answer simply because they don't know better. And I've seen it over and over, over again in the past nine years um, that I've been working with small businesses. Now, I'm going to clarify something here. Everybody, you know, if you've noticed that I have two ways of referring to anybody who's in the HR position. There's an HR pro and then there's an HR champion. And the HR pro is somebody like me, somebody who's certified, um, is tenured, has an education, and has a ton of experience. And then you have an HR champion is the person who's in the HRC, doesn't have the education, may or may not have the education, could be starting, couldn't be doing this for a long time, doesn't have a certification, maybe could be studying it, right? So not as elevated, but they are banging the drum for HR and they are a champion of HR. So that's the reason why I call them HR champions instead of greenies or whatever, like some other people have called me. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> I'm a color, not an individual. Wonderful. So anyway, uh, if you're one of those people who's relying on the short answer and it isn't, and you're not probing any deeper or asking any more questions that start with why or, okay, what if this and when did that happen or how do I something, then you're only getting part of the solution and possibly opening yourself up for comp and your company for risk. So we don't want that. Okay. We want to stop doing that. Get out of the shallows when it comes to asking HR questions and go deeper so that you can execute effectively. Now, there's a few ways that you can do that. First, you can sign up for the blogs over at Jackson Lewis. And there's several categories that you're, cap that you're able to choose from. And they're really, really great at explaining what changes are taking place and what you need to be on the lookout right now or in the know. And they keep up with all the changes that's going on with employment law. The next to get really good at researching is case law summaries. Now, I used to heavily rely on case law summaries when I was doing my education. When I was getting my degree, and my both my bachelor's and my master's. Um, I have an MBA, <clears throat> and uh, the focus was on HR strategy. But I got really good at researching them. And I eventually wound up still researching them when I was looking for questions to answers uh, that I had in regards to HR situations when I was in-house and certainly when I was with ADP and consulting to a lot of clients, right? The Department of Justice has a dedicated case summary webpage and the EEOC also has a newsroom uh, that shares updates on closed cases. And what's really awesome is that um, you can get this information. You can also do a Google search, and this isn't the general, you know, quote-unquote Google HR search that I mentioned in the beginning. You can Google search for specific companies that have had battles in cases in court, and those court records are public, and they're available for you to read, and each case actually provides a summary of how it went, <clears throat> and it gives you a synopsis of the actual case. It could be a jury trial. It could be, you know, no jury whatsoever. Um, it'll help you understand the overview, uh, the heart of the complaint, 
that was made. It will talk about the things that were placed into consideration and ultimately what the end judgment is. And, and really, this is where we get our best practices, hence the name of my little organization, Best Practices in Human Resources, right? Things that we know, things that are true, tried, and tested, right? So that's the benefit of understanding how to review case law summary. Now, if you've never done this before, <clears throat> here's a helpful tip. Start by searching for landmark employment cases. All right, that's a really great way to, to start learning how to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you'll find a bunch of blogs that will pop up and list landmark cases. So your keywords are landmark employment law cases, four words, landmark excuse me, employment law cases. In the blog, they'll usually reference the case by name. <clears throat> so for example, <coughs> for this, excuse me, I found the Latley <clears throat> Stewart Healthcare, Health, Latley versus Stewart Healthcare Systems Incorporated, 484 Mass 566 in 2020. Now this docket name tells me that uh, somebody by the name of Hlatley <clears throat> sued Stewart Healthcare Systems Incorporated in Massachusetts and it happened in 2020, right? This is all in the title. And this do docket information that will provide you a link to the summary of the case that's been ruled. And in this particular case, Massachusetts had ruled that it recognized a breach of contract due to the loss of a person's life work. And in this case, Dr. Hlatley is in a, it was a jury trial who's also an experienced cancer researcher, was awarded $10 million in damages in a breach of contract uh, that was an action ag against her former employer, Stewart Health. Now, the $10 million damage award actually represented the cost of the doctor reestablishing her research laboratory, <clears throat> which she lost as a result of her employer's unlawful conduct. Okay, that's... That's the initial summary of, of the actual case. That kind of just kind of takes it off and then it goes into deeper detail. Now, you don't need to be a lawyer to research court cases, but when you do, you want to start to learn the why. And this is the last example <clears throat> is that it's case law, okay? There's a couple of different ways when employment laws are established and our best practices are put into place because mainly because they're litigated. But their laws are enacted in a couple of different ways. They're enacted legislatively, case law, which means that something got litigated and now it's a precedent <clears throat> and agency regulations such as National Labor Relations Board, EEOC rulings and those determinations, okay? So if you're thinking with your face in your hands, like, oh my gosh, how do I keep up with all of this? Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not something that you learn how to do overnight, okay? There are two other resources that you can tap into that's going to help you, all right? The next resource is something I've used for years and will <clears throat> always buy the updated edition when it comes out. And it's called The Essential Guide to Federal Employment Laws and it's printed by a company called NOLO, N-O-L-O. -O. It's an awesome guide that actually outlines our employment laws at the federal level and helps you understand individual federal laws as well. And it gives you quick answers to 20 laws such as FMLA, ADA, FLSA, and Equal Pay Act. And if you don't know what those are and you're listening to this, you're like, oh my God, she just threw out a bunch of acronyms. FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act, that has nothing to do with the Family First Coronavirus Response Act. This is the normal FMLA. ADA is American with Disabilities Act. FLSA is Fair Labor Standards Act. 
and equal pay, just to give you some examples, okay? It's going to tell you the nature of the law, who's covered, and what is prohibited. Now, you can find this book on Amazon. It's extremely affordable. <clears throat> and I, like I said, every time a new edition comes out, even I still get it because stuff changes. And so when I'm dealing with a situation with a client or I'm answering a question or something like that, I'm, or I'm writing something, it's more than likely I need to go back to the book and actually revisit because I'm, there's like a fine point that I'm looking for as to what is permitted or, per, or prohibited, okay? Now, the last resource that I'm going to share with you is something that you may not have heard of until now, but it is called the best HR planner on the planet and is loaded, loaded with resources to help you not only identify what you need, when you need to do it, but it also provides you with a website that lists all of the links to each law that is referenced in the planner. It is chock-a-block full with over 60 pages of resources that includes a 12-month overview of compliance deadlines, a list of employment laws that your company needs to abide by, and it's identified by the number of employees that you need that you have. So basically, here's the law. You only have to follow it if you have X number of employees or more. And uh, it has a monthly planner in there for each month in 2021 that includes tips, tasks, and reminders so that you can plan your HR strategy and what you need to do for the upcoming year. It is available on my website at brendathehrlady.com. And in the next segment, I'm going to share with you how you can get it for 15% off. <clears throat> okay, so there you have it. You've got four major resources where you can better understand the why in HR. You want to check out the Jackson Lewis blogs. Start learning how to research, land, research landmark court cases. No Lows, the essential guide to federal employment laws that you can find on Amazon. And the best HR planner on the planet, which you can find on my website at brendathehrlady.com. Now, if you have questions about some of this stuff, feel free to go ahead and submit your questions on the podcast page of the website, and I'll get that information out to everybody. So that way, on the next episode... When, you, when I get your answer or you get your question, we can get everybody uh, the answer that they can actually benefit as well. All right, so this week I am doing a three-day greens fast. I mentioned it earlier with former guest Will Branham <clears throat> using his Naked Warrior Recovery Super Greens to shed some of the wonderfulness that was consumed last week during the Thanksgiving holiday. So with the increase of COVID cases on the rise, taking care of yourself really now is more critical than ever. And yes, you have the increased risk of contracting COVID, but most importantly, that means more work on your part as an HR pro and an HR champion, which equates to more drain on your system. You know I care about everybody's ability to get rest and recovery, especially if you've been listening on to this podcast for a while. It's a super big focus of mine. I've done much better in life focusing in on it, and I know that when people do, it just makes a world of difference. So I thought I would share with you what I'm using to stay healthy. And keep in mind, I don't get paid for any of this, right? <clears throat> I just like these guys and I like their products. So when I find something that I like that works, I want to make sure I get that information out there. Now, uh, the first one is MASF, multi, uh, it's a multivitamin, okay? It's a plant-based multivitamin. <clears throat> really, really, uh, it's really good. It doesn't cramp my stomach, which I get when I take vitamins, so that's why I don't take vitamins. Um, Naked Warrior Recovery, the immunity booster, that's a big one. So between the plant-based multivitamin <clears throat> and the immunity booster, 
those two things have kept me squared away. And I know that for a fact because I can actually feel the difference. Now, I also just ordered Trulene Immunity Shot. Now, Trulene is another product. It is a packet that you can take with you. You dump it into water, give it a swirl, pop it in, and uh, it will give you an, a, a super boost throughout the day because, you know, as you're going throughout the day, you actually burn these things off. Then I actually still take the MAS Smashing Greens, which I really use to replace one meal a day, sometimes two, especially if I'm fasting on a long, long-term plan. Uh, and then Naked Warrior Recovery Super Greens I use also for the midday snack as well for urges and things like that. Um, just the two, the difference between the two greens, <clears throat> Smashing Greens is a very dense, nutrient-rich green, which is the reason why I use it for a meal replacement. Other than that, I'm using uh, Naked Warrior Recovery Super Greens for a midday snack. And when I have those hunger urges, like I do right now, because uh, I just learned that there is a Heath Bar sitting in my pantry cabinet, which I did not know was there. <laughs> so, and trust me, when I saw it, my mouth started watering. It was terrible. Oh, my gosh. So if you'd like to learn more, go ahead and follow me on the social platforms where I, I periodically share that information uh, and you guys can reach out and connect with those guys and, and definitely get the information and, and get access to it. So if you're interested in purchasing uh, the Naked Warrior products, you guys can get 20% off on your first shipment by using this code NAKEDHR. And yes, it's a neutral HR moment. It's fine. You can use it. Use NAKEDHR and you can get 20% off on your first shipment. So I promised earlier in the last segment that uh, the 2021 best HR planner on the planet is out. It's available for purchase. We've already nearly sold out of the first round and are really going to be reprinting again here coming up. So if you'd like to take advantage of getting a head start on the new year and you can get ahead of the game by ordering your copy today, you're also going to be able to get 15% off by using the code HRPlanner. 21 until December 31st. So take advantage and get 15% off. Use the code HRPlanner21 until December 31st. It's a cool planner. You're getting a lot of really great feedback on it. It's a lot. I mean, 60 pages of really good information in there. Um, Christmas is coming out. Look, if you're an HR champion, you know, gift yourself one. Gift, your, give, gift yourself the gift of knowledge, right? Send one to a friend that you know who could be struggling as well. And there's no really better time than right now to extend a helping hand in this challenging world that we're in. Uh, because really, HR still has to function even if the COVID is wreaking havoc, which it is. And it's going to get a little worse, unfortunately. So not until we get some warmer weather and people can get out. Vaccine is in place and we absolutely crush this nasty little virus. So, um, yeah, there you go. Email me your HR questions. You guys know I love answering the questions. Uh, do a Q&A over on the Real HR Show as well. <clears throat> Suzanne and I like to throw questions at each other to see if we can stump each other, and it's a lot of fun. You can submit your question on the brendathrlady.com website by clicking on the podcast link from the menu and down towards the bottom of the podcast. You'll find a submission form for you to post your question, which I may read and answer on an upcoming episode. So uh, what is the biggest lie you've ever caught in an interview? Oh, well, that's easy. The biggest one that I've ever had and I've caught relatively quickly is I'm a Navy SEAL. <laughs> and there's the reason why is because I work with them. Uh, with the transition work that I do over at the Honor Foundation, uh, I've been doing this for years. I'm 
you know, heavily involved in the community as a volunteer. And I pretty much know when somebody is and isn't or is and wasn't. <laughs> so that's, that is the biggest lie I've ever caught in an interview. Yeah, I'm a Navy SEAL. I'm like, okay, we'll get into that later. All right. So got the HR planner uh, in the route. There we go. Next, uh, next is that um, <laughs> I can't talk. We're having real conversations in real time with real people over at the Next Gen Women in HR community. Uh, there's new and exciting changes that are coming in the next several months. I keep saying that and I'm promising it come January. Uh, we're definitely going to see a few things. And the Next Gen Women uh, HR community is really the first place that people get access to that information. It's an awesome group of women and men. We're growing strong and fast. And I can speak for the group and share that we would really love to have you guys join in on the conversation. And if you are really an HR pro or an aspiring pro, if you're an HR champion, I believe really there's six aspects of HR leadership that in order for you to be successful in, you must master them. Even if you aren't an HR manager and if you're looking to get better at being a people leader, these six aspects are going to help you and they are all available in my free HR leadership course at brendathehrlady.com. Now I'm going to be honest and let you know that it is my secret goal to have you join our HR coaching and mentoring program and to help you skill up and feel confident in your HR progression. So when you sign up for the course, you're going to get my best practices and updates delivered to your inbox. <clears throat> and then, you know what? If you're listening to this podcast and you're getting a lot of good stuff out of it, do me a favor. Please go ahead and leave a five-star review. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, you can find this on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And actually, it's on like 12 different platforms. And it's something I would really greatly appreciate. And if you want to go ahead and connect with me, you can find me on social media over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Brenda the HR Lady. Yes, I did it. I'm officially tweeting now. Uh, I will. Yeah, I'm tweeting now. <laughs> so you can also find me on LinkedIn at Brenda Neckbottle. And that's my last name is spelled N-E-C-K, like the thing you want to choke. V is in Victor, A-T-A-L. And I mentioned earlier that I co-hosted another show called The Real HR Show with the evil HR lady herself, Suzanne Lucas, who writes for Inc.com. And she's contributed like over a thousand articles. Uh, it's just really, really great lady. And lastly, you can jump on the website at brendathehrlady.com where you can connect with me directly. Simply visit the website, click on connect at the top, and you can get my best practice delivered right into your inbox. So folks, I hope you guys had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Um, we've got, you know, this, we're in the holiday season. Keep your spirits up. Do what you can. Stay positive. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We need you. Holy cow, do we, we're going to really need you. So uh, keep tuned in. And then, like I said, if you want an invite, <clears throat> you know, to the, uh, to the webinar, happy to give it to you. Just, just hit me up, jump on the connect, and uh, we'll make that happen. So have an awesome day, gang, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.